um, Matt Gunis and Ajit Puri. They're co-authors on an Editor's Choice uh, article that's slated to be published in the August issue of JNIS. Uh, the title of the article is Grading of Regional Apposition After Flow Diverter Treatment, or GRAFT, a Comparative Evaluation of Vaso-CT and Intravascular OCT. Uh, guys, uh, thanks for agreeing to uh, talk to me today. Thank you, Rob. It's a pleasure and an honor. A pleasure, Rob. Can one of you guys um, tell me a little bit about the design of the study and, and summarize the results for me? Yeah, sure. Our pleasure. So I think we recognize that OCT technology, or optical coherence tomography, which is an intravascular high-resolution imaging modality that's been used in the coronary circulation for more than a decade, um, represents an opportunity to be refined for neurovascular use. And so we sought to investigate the role of OCT technology for evaluating neurovascular devices. Um, in our opinion, we focused on flow diversion uh, since the impact of OCT to assess the very fine features of these braided devices could have a large clinical impact. So in brief, in the study, we created uh, 20 aneurysms in five dogs using the classic venous pouch model of German and black. And in um, a subset of these aneurysms, specifically eight aneurysms in four animals, we acquired um, both uh, optical coherence tomography and high-resolution contrast-enhanced cone beam CT, which is commercially known as VASO-CT. Um, these image acquisitions generate enormous amounts of data. In our case, more than 4,000 OCT images, more than 2,000 VASO-CT images. Um, so what we did is we developed a computer algorithm we call graft to crunch the images and to provide the interventionalists with two-dimensional maps that uh, show how the device is opposed to the vessel wall. We also demonstrated very importantly that we could see thrombus formation on the surface of the device um, that could be uh, uh, represented on the OCT data sets. Both modalities offer nearly microscopic views of these devices and they can inform decision points for flow diverter implantation. But we also reviewed in our paper uh, artifacts that we caution um, interventionalists that require careful interpretation. Great. Um, and so, you know, in this study, uh, comparing OCT and VASO-CT, without using graft, what do you see as some of the uh, limitations in those two techniques um, to assess wall, wall opposition uh, currently? Sure. Each technique, OCT and VASO-CT, have advantages and disadvantages. Um, but I'd like to say, as compared to gold standard digital subtraction angiography, um, which is projection dependent, um, these three-dimensional uh, modalities offer unparalleled um, temporal and spatial resolution. Um, perhaps the single largest disadvantage of OCT is the current catheter design, which was intended for the coronary circulation and is far too large and inflexible for routine clinical use in the neurovascular system. But there are, uh, this represents significant opportunity to develop a, a neurovascular OCT system. OCT has unparalleled spatial resolution, but it is an invasive uh, intravascular procedure. And it also requires clearing the blood to allow the light uh, to detect the device and vessel wall. Um, and this is performed with a, a contrast injection. VASO-CT is primarily limited by the time. It takes about 20 seconds to acquire more than 600 projection images. 
And during this time, um, which occurs over many cardiac cycles, any small amount of motion is average or any large motion can create motion artifacts, which would render the, the reconstruction unusable. Um, it's really important to, with VasoCT, use the appropriate contrast injection protocol. Uh, we've optimized it here so that we can image the device in the lumen bo uh, boundary. Some centers um, use a very slow injection of pure contrast, uh, but this is suboptimal because the contrast intensity then varies over time uh, with the cardiac cycle. So what we do is we dilute the contrast and we inject it relatively quickly, uh, up to 5 cc's per second. Um, and we find that this protocol uh, gives us optimal results. We do realize that this can present a challenge to routine clinical uh, workflow, um, but we found at our place that, you know, um, over time, the technologists and, and all those involved in supporting the case have adapted to this protocol and are very uh, used to it. So maybe can you explain, uh, you or Ajay, explain that a little bit more to me and sort of... Um... Uh, layman's terms so I can understand it? So GRAFT, actually GRAFT stands for grading of regional apposition after flow diverter treatment. Basically this is a semi-automated image post-processing software that uses both optical coherence tomography and the cone beam CT images uh, data sets to create a two-dimensional color-coded maps. Basically showing the areas of malapposition where the device is displaced from the wall. An important feature of this tool is that it quickly tells the evaluator two important pieces of inf information in a very intuitive manner, namely the spatial extent of the malapposition as well as its severity, specifically how far is the device from the wall uh, of the vessel. Importantly, using uh, optical coherence tomography, we found areas of negative apposition, which at first um, to our team was very confusing, but upon further analysis, we saw that this was quantitatively documenting areas of thrombus formation uh, on the surface of the device, which interestingly were not seen on the digital subtraction angiogram. That makes it more understandable to me at least. Um, so how long does this process take to generate uh, one of these um, maps? Yeah, thanks, Rob. For, that, that's an excellent question. It's, in its present form, it's really just a research tool because it still requires uh, manual inputs, mostly to correct for image artifacts that we do review in the paper. Um, however, you know, conceivably, we could take this this technique graft, and it could be optimized in a commercialization effort. You know, taking it to the next step um, with the specific technical design input. So, meaning we would require that it could generate the map within 30 seconds of uh, data acquisition. And I do think that's achievable, but it would just require um, a, a focused effort from a commercialization team. And do you, do you see this technique being applicable for other purposes in neurointervention? Yes, we think that graft um, would, could, could play a very important role for the new class of intracellular devices being developed. There's a lot of enthusiasm among the neurovascular community uh, for these intracellular devices. And it appears that how these devices conform to the neck determine angiographic outcomes and neck healing of the pathologies, intracranial pathology we're talking about. Also during follow-up, graft could be revised to help assess coverage of these devices and perform inform the clinician whether or not to continue these antiplatelet medications for which we do not have very uh, specific and concrete answers as of now. And also, you know, I know that it's not fashionable at this juncture in the post-Sampras world to talk about 
intracranial atherosclerosis, but you know, graft or not necessarily graft, but optical coherence tomography could be an important tool to help understand um, these plaques and maybe help um, adjudicate which which plaques should be used for for an interventional treatment or stent angioplasty, etc. That's that's a great point. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, there may be a renewed interest. Um, and that coming soon. So um, uh, that's great. Where do you guys see the research um, in this technique going next? So our focus is a, is a comprehensive set of tools to realize the neurovascular optical coherence tomography. We think this technology will offer a quantum leap in our understanding of neurovascular devices. And as Dr. Gunas said, the neurovascular disease processes also. These neurovascular devices, what we're talking about, this technology can offer how best to optimize efficacy as well as prevent complications. To measure is to know, and much of the neuroendovascular surgery is at the edge of our ability to see the devices. The optical coherence tomography and the graph software offer quantifiable insight into device anatomy interface. Well, great. Well, I, I really congratulate you guys on this fantastic uh, work, and I certainly look forward to seeing more of it in the future. Well, Rob, I just want to take this time to say a sincere thanks from the entire community uh, for your incredible work as the inaugural editor for JNIS, which I think has become really the premier journal in our field and is certainly in our laboratory our, our first go-to um, to publish our research results. So I just want to say I know it was a great uh, effort on your behalf, but thank you very much. Well, thanks for that attaboy. Thank you, Rob. Thank you.